It's Coast 104.5, up and Adam in the morning. My name is Adam Montiel. Happy Thursday. Less than 24 hours ago, some big news, developments in the Kristen Smart case. Warrant served. This made national news. The uh, Well, they're not calling him a suspect. They're not calling him a person of interest. But if you know, you've been listening, you've uh, heard the podcast, if you've been reading anything and not under a rock, we all know what's up. And there's been another warrant served. The house of Paul Flores in San Pedro. Sheriff Ian Parkinson, I can only imagine how many networks, even national outlets, would love to be talking to you right now. Thank you so much for being up and at him in the morning. Adam. Yo, how are you, Good morning. Good, how are you doing? Really, really good. Thanks for chatting with me. Yeah, no problem. Good to talk to you. So, uh, you been working on anything? (laughs) (laughs) Just a few things. Right. Just a few things. Hey, let me say, I watch a lot of Dateline, 48 Hours, Dateline Saturday Night Mystery, Dateline Secrets Uncovered. I know exactly what's going on here. There, I feel something. Something is getting, something is brewing. You know, obviously you have to be measured in what you talk to us about, but is that feeling happening even within your department? Is that, am I, am I onto something there? My assumption is you're talking about the Christmas Smart case. Yes, yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, the, the the reality is, is there's a tremendous amount of work that goes on behind the scenes that people don't know about. So whenever they see something that happens, and they're following it, they're interested in it, um, they get excited, and you know, they they want immediate answers. And you know, unfortunately, it's you know because of the need to be confidential in a case, we have to keep it quiet. And uh, we don't want to jeopardize the case at this point. I mean, a tremendous amount of work has um, been done, it's certainly over the years, but I can say just in, you know, in my tenure, because I've had a direct connection to it. And so, yeah, it's, 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 um, it's nice to be moving forward um, with investigative leads and um, taking and information. Strides. Yeah, really. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and, and uh, you know, the hard thing is, is, you know, and you and I have talked about this before. I mean, it's it's not what you believe, it's what you can prove. And, and you know, I think in, you know, people's mind after listening to the podcast, they're like, well, yeah, you know, this is, this is what needs to be done. Um, that's great from their perspective, and they certainly have the right to believe that. But, um, you know, we don't, we just can't. A lot goes into go play here, sure and rest people because we believe they did it. You know, we've got to be able to prove it. So, you know, I, I think that's the frustrating part for, for people because it's gone on for a long time and uh, understand why they are frustrated. And, and, you know, I mean, certainly you can understand a parent's perspective who um, deserve, you know, closure. And so, you know, we just keep um, pushing ahead. And, and I think, uh, you know, the, the, you know, the men and women here are doing a lot of, of really good work, and, and they're really working hard to, um, to Does this almost give you, Do you almost have more time, and I hate to, and I don't mean this in a, in a dismissive or disrespectful way, do you almost have more time because of this or less time because of this, because of everything going on with coronavirus, or do you just have one team that does this and this is what they're doing anyways? How has your ability to, has it fluctuated um, based on everything else that's going on. It's a very busy time now. Yeah, no, I, I think, 
Um, it, it, I think there's more time in one sense because you know you're we're we're not having um, our, our crime levels have dropped right now, which is a really good thing, and so we're not getting fresh cases that really draw attention, um, and it, it's it's harder or uh, worse on the other end because <clears throat> a number of resources are out of pocket and unavailable because of the coronavirus. You know, there's a lot of you know businesses across the country that we might rely on um, to do work for us that, you know, they can't participate. Some agencies, law enforcement agencies that we, you know, we call upon for assistance have, you know, have gone down to minimal staff. So, you know, there's definitely challenges, but I mean, it kind of goes to show that, hey, you know, this is not, we're putting it on hold. I mean, when we're, you know, going out serving a search warrant right in the middle of this, you know, country shut down so let's talk about what we're looking for obviously many many years have passed what kind of physical evidence would even still potentially be valuable and be something that he'd keep around Mm. (laughs) yeah i i'll say this that um evidence comes in all forms and so um you you know it's and when we've when we get a search warrant, when we have the DA sign off on it and the judge sign off on it, it has to be current, it has to be relevant, and the, the warrant, um, that, and this is what people don't understand, when you get a search warrant, you're searching for specific things. So if I got a search warrant to go search for, uh, let's say, a refrigerator, that's the scope of my search. You don't get to go in and look where a refrigerator can't be, if right. that makes sense. Sure, sure. Um, that, that's not the scope of the warrant. If I get to go and look for a paperclip, well, where can a paperclip be? It can be everywhere, right? Yeah. So, but you have to follow the scope of the warrant, and you don't get you know the, the, the leeway of going, well, I opened that drawer because I, I had a search warrant, and I was looking for the refrigerator. Well... You know that you're going to lose whatever you've just found <clears throat> because a refrigerator cannot possibly be stored in a in a drawer. So people people don't really understand that a search warrant just doesn't give you authority to go into anybody's house and search for anything you want. And just go through all you're, the drawers, find out everything in every cupboard. So you actually have to have specificity and tell the judge, "Look, I want to go to that desk because I think there's something in that drawer." that a piece of paper that I, or there's some sort, I don't know to what extent, but there's some sort of specificity you have to kind of nail down. Absolutely. A judge, you know, a judge and a DA is never going to sign off on a search warrant saying, hey, I think this is, you know, this is a suspect in my case and I want to go search their place. Right. It's got to be, well, why do you want to search it? I mean, you, you remember, you know, your house says, you know, the law says is your castle. And when a judge allows somebody to go into your castle and search it, it better be for a specific reason and it better be for a specific item. And you better be able to show to the judge there's a... a a strong possibility there's probable cause to believe that that item is there um so it 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 has to be you know new relevant information and it has to be specific this is up and adam in the morning talking about the latest developments in the christian smart case warrant served evidence being pursued sheriff ian parkinson is up and adam in the morning let's talk about beyond anything physical is there any value to things that are of a newer technology and does that warrant cover 
what may hold digital info, phones, access to email, electronic stuff? Um, yeah, I mean, we're in a technology world. So, you know, if, if I were to get a search warrant for your phone um, to look for specific information, um, again, the the judge is going to have to say, well, what makes you think there is something of interest on there? I mean, it's not just, hey, I think there could be something. Um, you ha- you have to be able to state that that you you know you have cause to believe that there is something and it is on your phone or your device or whatever it is. Um, so again, it's got to be specific, and you know, and and we you know we have learned. I mean, think about what's on your phone. You know, think about you know photographs and you know th- just you, you you name it. It's it's on it. Who did you call? You know, who did you talk to? Um, so yeah, I mean, digital evidence in today's world is you know really important. We do a, you know we do a lot of of cases. That's why we have a a uh, you know cyber lab here in the county that you know we collectively you know law enforcement has. That's why I have somebody assigned to it because we run into that so much now um, that we have to be able to analyze it and and get in and find out what's there and what's not there. And but it still doesn't change the fact that whatever you're hunting for, whatever you're looking for, you better have relevant information to believe it and, and convince a judge that it's there because it doesn't matter if it's your phone in your house. Ju- the judge is not going to sign something, even if you say, well, I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to see Adam in public and, and you know, take his, his you know, devices. Um, it doesn't matter if it's outside of the home. That intrusion into your uh, personal life has got to be protected, and that's the judge's job to scrutinize and protect yeah. your privacy. This many years after everything, the whatever crime happened, happened, to what extent of, or what percentage of the pie are we looking for just not even so much direct evidence, but just places he may have slipped up? A conversation with people or a relationship he built where maybe he said too much or, or, or getting into an email that where he's just talking about it. Like, is there any piece of the pie where it's not even so much the direct evidence we're looking for, but just somewhere where he slipped in knowing what he knows? Yeah, I mean, I would just say in general, Adam, you know, um, anybody could probably use their imagination on anything like that. And, and I, you know, I, I think, again, being, you know, um, cautious and 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 really, you know, reiterating the fact that you know any disclosure of any information specific to any case mm-hmm. is damaging. Yeah. It's damaging because um, everybody knows it. So, you know, the 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 range is broad when you're you know when you're uh, out looking for something, particularly you know solving. Uh, an older case and and so you know you have to be understanding that any sharing of that information and and I've had this conversation you know with you before but I've had it many times from other people asking me this question the bottom line is you got to do anything and everything you can within the law to investigate it and try to determine whether or not there's evidence that exists in any form trying to solve a case yeah was it good were you happy with what was it fruitful were you like because there's an article later on after the original one that said, it kind of said to a point, like, you guys were, yeah, we got some stuff. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, whether it's fruitful, I think any action, any ability to move forward and look into something further is always fruitful. Yeah. The question is, is whether or not it's going to be 
relevant in anything you find. I think Denise Smart said at one time that this is like a uh, puzzle and there's a bunch of missing pieces and yeah. we've got to we've got to construct the pieces because we got to see what the picture is on the puzzle. Yeah, and puzzles take patience. And you know, you know that you can start putting together a puzzle that you really don't know what it is and you know, the only way you're putting it together is how the pieces go together and you're going, "Oh, I know what that is." And then all of a sudden you get it together and guess what? It's a little different from what you thought it was what's this guy's like disposition is i mean when you knock on the door and be like is he pissed off and angry is he obstinate is he uh, just kind of sit there and deal with what, what, yeah, how's he I, been i can't comment on that i and i i wasn't there you know so i i you know that, that's kind of that's kind of uh yeah it's something so, i couldn't comment on no, i hear you sheriff ian parkinson is up and at him in the morning i can only imagine the amount of outlets national outlets that would be uh, desiring of your time right now it makes me feel very lucky to have you up and at him in the morning i know i'm not cnn <laughs> but you know we try oh you're better you're better adam <laughs> you're better all right brother take right, care buddy. be well man you too i'll talk to you later all right thanks Ian. Up and Adam in the morning. Up and Adam in the morning.